This is the Talking Sports Podcast with Peter DiBiase and John Rocco Trumpor right here on Apple Podcast. And please make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we'll have some more content coming out soon. Yeah, guys, make sure if you haven't checked out our most recent YouTube videos or subscribe to the channel, make sure you do that. Instagram and Twitter, um, always fun stuff we put out there. But right now, you guys are listening to Apple Podcasts, and this is the AFC Championship and NFC Championship preview, as well we'll be recapping the divisional games. I know this is not your normal Apple Podcast like we did throughout the season. We usually uh, did winners and losers and fantasy sleepers, obviously, for the playoffs. If you listened last week, we are not doing that for the playoffs. So basically, we'll be recapping the four games that happened over the weekend in a great action of football, and then we'll be previewing the two championship games on Sunday. Okay, JR, the Rams versus the Packers. The Packers defeated the Rams 32-18, to 18, as you and me both picked. Also, wait, before I get – we also both went 4-0. So yeah. that was a plus from last week. So we all had the – JR and I both had the Packers, Bills, Chiefs, and Buccaneers. So we all went 4-0. Besides last week's struggle, so nice bounce back. And obviously, we'll give you our picks for the two championship games. But, Jar, give me your thoughts on the Packers defeating the Rams 32-18. to 18. Well, yeah, I feel like this is this game kind of went the way we kind of thought it would go. Um, Jerry Goff played he played well. Uh, he only threw for 174 yards. But his, he was safe at the ball, and, like, that's kind of what you're expecting with his injury. And, like, he kind of did what I kind of expected him to do. And Rodgers, he had like he had a solid game, almost basically 300 yards, two touchdowns, and then that rushing touchdown. Um, but I feel like Green Bay, they had that run game going this game. That was kind of like a, that was a big reason supporting the win. And then also, I will, will say the Green Bay Packers defense, especially the D line, they did a good job. Um, Jerry Goff is not really a mobile quarterback, as we all know, and they were able to like contain him, not contain him, but like keep him in the pocket and put pressure on him. They got four sacks on him, which is pretty solid. Green Bay's not known for their defense, but I mean, their defense is not bad at all. Um, but yeah, like for the receivers, for the Rams, nothing really like Robert Woods didn't really do much this game. Um, Cooper Cup was out. So they didn't really have many receivers um, that game. Uh, Josh Reynolds was their best receiver with only 65 yards. And then Devontae Adams didn't have an amazing game. He did get nine receptions on 10 targets. So he's obviously a top wide receiver. He's going to catch that ball. Uh, so Jalen Ramsey, he did a fairly decent job. I know he got that one touchdown, uh, but he only let Devontae get 66 yards. And we all know that's Aaron Rodgers' like, main weapon. But, yeah, go back on the r- rushing game. Aaron Jones, 99 yards on 14 carries and a touchdown. And also Jamal Williams uh, with 60, 12 carries for 65 yards. So that was like – they really established that running game against a very good uh, Rams D-line. So that was – I think that was like the main focus maybe going to the game if we could get this running game. I think we have a really good shot at winning. And then uh, Rams rushing game. Cam Akers had a very, very good game. 18 carries, 90 yards, one touchdown. Um, so he he's, like, he's looking like they're – Definitely a future back for this team. Uh, he did definitely helped out Goff a lot, but the Rams just didn't have the firepower on offense to really keep up with the Packers offense. So I think that was kind of their their fault at the end of the game. Yeah, going, when you and me talked about this game last week and when people have talked about this game going into the game, 
obviously the Rams needed a score because I think the Packers have the best offense statistically in the league. And I maybe just overall talent wise, maybe besides the Chiefs when they're fully healthy, but they, the Rams needed a score. So like if you, if you and me were talked about and they said they would only score 18, I think you and me still would have took the Packers last yeah. week just mm-hmm. because 18 is good. It's not going to get you where you need it. Actually, even though the Rams have the number one defense, just the Packers offense was absolutely humming. And we did think this could be, could have been a tough matchup for the Packers just because of how good the Rams' defense is. But the problem was the offense. And the offense wasn't awful, like you said, the stats. Um, I like Cam Akers. I think I agree with you in the sense that he's their feature back. I just also think the problem is that their defense couldn't get any stops. You know what I mean? Like, I think that yeah. they had one out of a chance in this game. And look, it was only a 14-point game. About eight minutes left, they were only down seven, and they let up a big touchdown. So there was chances to tie this game or even win this game. So this wasn't like a blowout, and this wasn't just an overall like super dominant, even though you during the game you're like, should the Rams even have a chance? It's like one of those games you're like, whoa, the score's only seven. You feel like the Packers are up 21. You know what I mean? One of those mm-hmm. games that yeah. like the Packers are just controlled, but they're not really controlling in the score as much as you thought. They had the big touchdown to Allen Lazard. But the thing is they ran the ball, and they kept the Rams' offense off the field. 188 rushing yards on 5.2 yards per carry and two total touchdowns on the ground. The big run to start the second half, Aaron Jones for 60 yards. That was great. That got him in a touchdown position. Aaron Rodgers played like the MVP that he's going to win and that he probably should win, even though I love my man Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers does deserve to win the MVP. Um, He threw almost 300 yards, two touchdowns, didn't take a sack, was super efficient, had a pass rating of 108. So this game was great. I I enjoyed watching this game. I thought it would be a little more defense-oriented. For the Rams side, they just got – humbled and Jared if you were close if you were if you were paying close attention you could tell that Aaron Donald played probably only about 30 40 percent of the staffs because of his injury so I think that had a huge factor in the run game I think when the Packers saw him on the off the field they're like this is our chance to run the ball Aaron, Aaron Donald the best defensive player in the league and that also really um helped the Packers with not having Aaron Donald on the field for most of the game because that rib injury obviously the Rams were without Cooper Cup which is a huge target for Jared Goff. Jared Goff wasn't bad. He just, at this point in the season, he wasn't one of those players that, like, you think he yeah. fell three or four touchdowns. He's not going to win you the game. If the Rams wanted to win this game, they would have had to keep the Packers under 20. Uh, on, I, I really think so. Well, obviously with the mm-hmm. score of 18, but just, like, going into the game, of like, they have to limit the Packers offensively. Obviously, they scored 32. It's a lot of points. Um, and the Rams did not get the win. But, look, the Rams were kind of playing with house money. Look, they beat the Seahawks last week as a six seed playing the three seed with an injured quarterback. They started John Walford, and they went mm-hmm. with Jared Goff, right? And then you go into Lambeau as a six seed versus a one seed, and the Packers are big favorites, six and a half, seven points spread, trying to win the Super Bowl. you like, the Rams, you're probably not going to have really the Super Bowl team that, like, obviously with the quarterback play. So I, I don't think the Rams fans should be disappointed of how this playoff went just with the struggles of Jared Goff this year and then the injury of Jared Goff and winning a playoff game on the road. I know there's no fans with the Seahawks, but the Seahawks, you and me, were both thought we're going to win that game and we're the better team. Obviously, that did not happen. The Rams won. So uh, props to the Rams on a good season. Packers are going to the NFC Championship game. And, Jared, this is a, I saw this on sun, Saturday or Sunday. It doesn't really matter. But this is the first time um, – I don't know if you saw it, but Aaron Rodgers is hosting an NFC Championship game. Ever? Ever. Oh, wow. That, 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 like you, you would think, cause how many years yeah. 
have Aaron Rodgers has played. They've won a Super Bowl. They've been about four or five NFC Championship. Obviously, it's not obviously it's not the legacy like that Tom Brady has. There's mm-hmm. been no like 14 AFC Championships or some crazy number mm-hmm. and nine Super Bowls. But Rodgers does have a Super Bowl, so you would have thought he would have hosted one NFC Championship game. But I guess he's never Maybe, been that yeah. one or two seed, or just never got a couple upsets going. But yeah, first time they're hosting an NFC Championship game. It's gonna be a cold one in Lambeau. Um, obviously. They'll be taking on the Buccaneers. Obviously, we'll talk about that game in a bit. But, yeah, I, I think this was a great game. I think I think all the games this weekend were really good. I really think there was any snoozer games, even though this probably was the closest one to a snoozer. Um, mm-hmm. But the Rams were great. They stayed it felt in the like game. a snoozer, but it was, like, close. Yeah, it was, like, one of those. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I just – yeah, I'm with you on that. But, yeah, it was, it was a quality game. The Packers kind of were dominant. And they had a lot of fans. I did not know they were going to have fans. But watching the game, they had more fans than I expected. I don't know, obviously, what the attendance was. But they had a good amount of fans. Obviously, that's a factor into this whole thing. But, yeah, they had uh, 7,439 fans, according to ESPN. So mm. they actually had a little bit of a home field advantage. It's not your normal 60, 70, 80. Yeah. But it does give you a little bit of an advantage. But, yeah, this game was overall great. Golf, Aaron Rodgers played pretty well on both sides, but obviously the Rams defense was probably the biggest takeaway, not getting enough total stops just to keep the Rams in the game. Yeah, I agree. And you also mentioned the Aaron Donald thing. You saw him crying like after the game. I feel like that's a big reason. Like he was so upset. Like he couldn't really be on the field as much as yeah, he, he didn't really, really he didn't have a factor in the game as much as he obviously wanted to, but his health was a concern and not having Cooper cup, probably their best receiver. Yeah, that definitely hurt. Yeah, that definitely did not help because the Packers have a good defense, but they're not like you're not you're not going into Lambo like worried about the defense. As yeah, much as you're yeah exactly. Yeah, like Jair Alexander, Darius Smith, they have good playmakers on the defense. It's one of those defenses that has good pieces at each position group, right? Yeah. Like a good, nice, really good player. Kenny Clark, know, like, yeah. Kenny Clark, and then you have Darius Smith, and then you got Jair Alexander, who's a great corner, but they're not overall like a super talented defense. So yeah. that's not what you thought. So you would think, um. Obviously, Tom Brady could exploit that, but but it would, having Cooper Cup would have helped. But obviously, they did not. And the Packers moving on to the NFC Championship game like you and me thought last week. Okay, moving on to the AFC side of the ball. This was another Saturday game. And this one, guys, if you know me, if you've been tuning in, if you follow our podcast, I'm a diehard Bills fan. And this one, well, it was interesting. The Bills defeated the Baltimore Ravens, 17-3 in a game that consisted of 20-mile-per-hour winds, some snow flurries, some rain. The weather elements in Buffalo definitely had a factor, and I'll break down right now for you the game. Josh Allen was 23 for 37, 206 yards and a touchdown, completed over 60% of his passes. QBR wasn't great. Pass rating wasn't great. But my takeaway, he didn't do anything to hurt you in the game. He was. It was just a tough element, and we don't really have a running game, which also really hurts. And it's kind of hurt more than I actually thought it would be. But Josh Allen played good. He didn't play great. He kept us in the game the whole way. He didn't hurt us in any way. He didn't make any boneheaded plays. I'm not saying he always does. I'm just saying he didn't hurt us in a way that cost us the game. Devin Singletary, well, we couldn't run the ball. Seven carries for 25 yards. T.J. Allen, two carries for four yards. And Allen, seven carries for three yards. And you know, Jared, the Ravens have a great defense. Their secondary is tremendous with Jimmy Mm -hmm. Smith, Marlon Humphrey, um, and Marcus Peters, you got their linebacker, Matt, Matt and Judon. You also have Calais Campbell, Yannick Iguakwe. Like, this defense is absolutely loaded. Brandon Williams, Chuck Clark, Shermon Williams, Patrick Queen. Like this, Patrick Queen, yeah. 
Derek Wolf. Like this team is super really good defensively. And I think Josh Allen played good, even though it wasn't great. And the elements had a huge factor. Some analysts use that as an excuse of why the Ravens lost. And I was not happy about that, but talk about that later. Diggs, eight catches, 106 yards and a touchdown. Diggs has been great all year. I would say he's been the second best receiver in the NFL this year behind Devontae Adams. Uh, he does lead, I don't know if you agree with me, but Diggs does lead the league in the regular season in receptions and yards, but Adams has him in touchdowns. But I think Adams and Diggs have been the two best receivers this year. I don't no, know. Yeah, he's having a, he's, I feel like he gets 100 yards every game and a touchdown. Yeah, and he was going against up Marcus Peters, uh, Marlon Humphrey, and Jimmy Smith. It depends who was guarding him at that point. John yeah. Brown bounced back, eight catches for 62 yards. Surprisingly, Cole Beasley and Gabe Davis had no catches. And it was just one of those games those games where it was just it was just tough to pass the ball. And mm-hmm. somehow Josh Allen completed 60, 62%, 63% of his passes in that game. So that was really efficient. You flip it over to the Ravens' side of the ball, and wow, this was something, that's for sure. And you give credit to the Bills' defense in this one. Lamar Jackson, 14 for 24, 162 yards, zero touchdowns, and the interception that sealed the game. That pick six to Teron Johnson, 101 yeah. yards. Man, you he he was not open. He he didn't look off uh, the corner well. He threw it right to Taron Johnson, and Taron Johnson returned it for 101 yards. They didn't run the ball well. Jared Lamar only had 34 rushing yards. That was kind of surprising. Nine carries for 34 yards. That that yeah that very surprising because I feel like the Bills kind of I feel like no other team as a fan like you watch the Ravens and you're like yeah just stop the run. Obviously yeah that's not easy to do. But I feel like the Bills' game plan, very good. They forced Lamar to throw, forced him to make plays. And I feel like they couldn't score because of that. Um, yeah, holding Lamar to 34 rushing yards and also getting three sacks on him. Yeah. Like, three sacks yeah. is not like, oh, he, got, he really sacked the quarterback a lot. But, like, for Lamar Jackson, it's so hard to, like, tackle him in the backfield. So, I, I was very – Bills did a very good job with that. I feel like they game plan perfectly against Lamar. And it really showed on the score sheet. I'll say that. Yeah, and the wind have it, uh, had a huge factor in the weather. But, like, you go into the game, right? And if you're saying 20 mile power winds, weather to be rainy, you would think that would help a run team, right? You would think, yeah, the exactly. Run the ball, they keep the ball on the ground, and the Bills' offense is just pass oriented and can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that did not work. The Bills had a great game plan. They usually don't play three linebackers on the field at a time, but obviously, the Ravens are not going to spread you out. So you can yeah. put bigger bodies on the field. Um, and look, it, they shut down Gus Edwards. They shut down J.K. Dobbins, who had the same exact stat line, which is kind of creepy. And they also <laughs> shut that, shut down Lamar Jackson. And I guess Tyler Huntley had a couple carries at the end of the game. But besides that, look, the passing game, Lamar wasn't great. And you made him a pocket passer. And he just wasn't hitting his passes. And he missed a lot of easy ones. I know J.K. Dobbins dropped a couple bunnies, but it's going to happen. Yeah, he did drop a bunch. And Marquise Brown put good, four catches, 87 yards. And you look at Justin Tucker. That was the biggest surprise. One for three on field goals. Tyler Bass was one for three on field goals. Like, the field goal kicking but, was horrendous. Yeah, my thoughts on that, yes. Like, field goal, that's six points, two field goals. So, yeah, that could change the game a lot. Um, obviously it was early in the game too, so they'd probably be winning. But I mean, I feel like the Ravens were just settling for field goals that whole game. And then yeah, like you mentioned, that pick six, 
that was that was their chance to score. They were making a drive, and then you just you can't, especially in a playoff game where you've barely scored the ball at all. You've had three points. Like you need that. You need that touchdown, and mm-hmm. you can't give the ball away like that. That so I agree. That was the big turning. But that's when you're like, okay, so like, Bills got this game. You know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And just overall in general, you would think like both teams missed two field goals. So it was kind of not even it out. Obviously, different scenarios, different um, parts of the game, but both teams missed two field goals. Obviously, Bass hit two extra points on the two touchdowns. Josh Allen passed and Stephon Diggs for the touchdown was great. And that Taron Johnson, one of the greatest plays of the season for the Bills, that was I was going, I was going crazy. I was <laughs> super excited in my basement. Um 17-3, the Bills defeated him. We're going to the AFC Championship for the first time since 1993. I was super stoked. I was super happy. This game was great. And I know it wasn't like the high-scoring game that people thought. But, Jared, like if you look throughout the week and you go ESPN, you go Fox Sports 1, NFL Network, whatever the heck you want to go on, right? Most people were taking the Ravens. Most people mm-hmm. were – the Ravens are the hottest team, even though the Bills were as hot as anyone as – as how does the Ravens go into the game being 13 and three, like nobody can stop Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson's playoff woes continue. I read a stat today. I believe since 2018, the Ravens have averaged 30 points per game in the regular season since 2018, since Lamar Jackson started, right? In the regular season, they've averaged, I think it was either between 28 and 30 points per game, right? Give or take That's a couple. Idea. In the playoffs, since Lamar Jackson has started, this Drops. is four playoff game. This is the first one in 2018 with the Chargers. 2019 loss to the Titans, and the win against the Titans last week, and then the loss against the Bills. So that's one and three, 13 points per game. Jeez, you're yeah, not going to win any playoff games with 13 points. Yeah, yet. you're not. It's just tough. it's tough. Playoffs a different beast. <laughs> it really, really is, and I think, yeah. like. Obviously, in the regular season, teams are, know what how to stop Lamar and not know, but like know what we have to do. But obviously, you're going to play teams that are not as good. Really, yeah. every team in the playoffs. That's true. There's a couple teams every year. Maybe Washington wasn't great this year, Chicago. But in the AFC this year, a 10 and 6 team didn't make the playoffs. And they moved yeah. and they expanded the playoffs. Like, that's Seven, how deep yeah. it, the AFC team, AFC was super deep this year. So you were going to get it. Like, the Colts were 11 and 5. That was a tough matchup for the Bills. You're going to get a great playoff team. And using the playoffs, especially in the division round, you're not going to get a snoozer. Really, oh, yeah. If yeah, there's like not a good team in the playoffs, they'll be out in wild card round really quick. Like it's and not even last like long. even if you consider them a snoozer and they win, like they're hot. Like they did of, something. They keep right. the momentum. Yeah, they're doing something right, and it could be like a Cinderella story. But like, yeah, yeah, like you're Giants, not going to get a, a couple bad years match. ago when the Giants yeah. won those two Super Bowls. They were like nine and seven, ten and six teams. Like that team was yeah. right at the, good at the right time. Eli Manning was playing like old world. And like their defense <laughs> yeah. is amazing. Like they would just yeah. they fit right in the playoffs. And it's just you look at like the Ravens, you can't average 13 points per game in the playoffs. And I know like nah. you're not gonna move off a Lamar because like that's just it's tough to find a quarterback in the NFL. It's like teams mm-hmm. go 30 years without finding a quarterback, right? Like people the Jets. Would, <laughs> yeah, and the Bills yeah. before Josh Allen didn't have a quarterback for years too. So people would scoop up Lamar in a heartbeat, even if you don't super love his passing game, he's still a yeah. top. 10, 15 quarterback in the league, whatever you want to say. But, yeah, you can't average 13 points per game. And I know people are like, well, he won last week, and it got kind of quieted, and then you're like, okay, he's going to beat the Bills. And, obviously, he did not. And they just didn't show up. Like, offensively, they were horrendous. They were, they didn't – they couldn't throw the ball. They couldn't run the ball. Um, 
obviously the wind had a factor, but you would have thought that the wind would have helped the Ravens in the sense of their style run the ball with their triple option or their option off and further the heck they do. It would have helped the Ravens a lot. Obviously it did not. And it was just a game and great game. And Lamar Jackson's doubters are going to keep doubting just because of the inconsistency in the playoffs, obviously left with a concussion in the fourth quarter, but those three quarters were not pretty football at all. Yeah, they weren't. <laughs> and he's expected to get in a huge extension. And that kind of scares me if I was a Ravens fan because there's so many limitations. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? If you play a good defense and teams figure out, like, you know what, if we can somewhat stop the run, it's you, they make you become a pocket chance. passer, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, for the Ravens, plus, it, it, I know, like, it always happens, like, Bills are going to eventually do it. Jets might do it with Sam Darnold if he has a good year this year. But, like, when you give the QB – usually when you play with, like, a young QB, you could get, like, talent around him because he has so yeah. much cap space. You're not paying your QB. But when you give him that contract, it's probably going to be a lot of money. Oh, yeah. 100%. And they don't even have weapons on their offense as no. much. So, like, you're not going to be able to pay, like, a stud wide receiver. You're not going to be able to pay a stud running back. You're not going to be able to pay – and the defensive side, you got to remember, you got to keep all those guys on defense too. So, and plus, my concern with it is they'll pay Lamar for like what, like four, four year, five year deal. Yeah, to five, five. And then, what if that defense just because sometimes like a defense two years, it's not the same. We saw that with like mm-hmm. the Broncos, it totally changed. If that defense isn't good, this team's gonna have a hard time, you know. I I I a hundred percent agree. And I know this is going to – I don't know if people don't want to admit it. This is going to affect the Chiefs in about a year or two because that Mahomes contract hasn't kicked in yet, right? Mm -hmm. And that contract is all – that's just a total different breed of a contract, right? you got to pay Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. you got to have some defensive players. So the Chiefs are going to – in a couple years, they're going to – obviously, Patrick Mahomes is great, and they're going to still win a ton of games. But it's going to affect how the team is. They're going to lose players. You might not be able to resign Kelsey or Hill or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's why having, that's why some of the quarterbacks stand beyond just like a good quarterback and a great quarterback. If you look at like Aaron Rodgers or like even Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson, uh, like they lose players, they have a big contract, but they still I'm not saying they win Super Bowls, but they still succeed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I get your point. Like, that's a great quarterback. That's they like can make people – if when, like, I know – I'm not saying Josh Allen's a great quarterback. I'm That's how I'm going here. But, like, this year, right, if you just look at this year, he made people around him better. The defense wasn't – two years ago, we were the second-ranked defense. Or last year, right, the second-ranked defense. This year, we were, like, 15th, right? Mm-hmm. And we were better than we were last year just because of the quarterback, right? So, the quarterback has to elevate the whole team. And is Lamar Jackson the type of quarterback that can elevate – because we haven't, yeah, we haven't well, seen him like elevate any really receiver on this team. No, because they've had great defenses. They've had good running backs. Like, what if that defense is average? What if that defense is like fifteenth? Yeah. Then you like, can start having a problem. Are we? Are they still 11, 10, 12 win team? Or are they or an eight and nine win team? Like that's where the the great quarterbacks get away from the good quarterbacks. Like obviously, but I will say, the yeah, the Ravens they always have a find a way to have a solid defense. Like they exactly. always have a solid. Exactly. Like they got Patrick Queen this year. That's yeah. good for no, four yeah. or five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. with your like Mahomes thing, I think the Chiefs, like back to draft, they draft like solid offensive talent, I feel like. Like, like a, you know what I mean? So I don't That's think they'll they have, yeah, I don't think they'll have 
that I we I also think Mahomes can elevate, especially in that offense. Oh but yeah, hundred percent. If they lose Tyreek Kill, that's definitely. I'm not saying that's. I feel like Kelsey to me might be the most important receiver. He will, yeah, because he's like that safe, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but like that's why NFL is so good and so interesting. And I finally think my favorite sport to it, not just follow, just in general, is because how important the draft is. You can draft and avoid being bad in the sense of like when you're paying a quarterback, right? You might not yeah. be able to keep everybody you draft, but for that four to five year period of when they're under their rookie contract, if you mm-hmm. hit on the draft, you hit on another Justin Jefferson, or you hit a guy in the fifth round that turns into a stud or a good middle linebacker that's super cheap instead of going and have to pay a linebacker, that's the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then you're good. You can you can get rid of the flaws of having to pay a quarterback if you draft well. If you don't draft well, yeah, then you're kind of because you can't yeah. go out and get free agents. You lose that four year period. Yeah. You're stuck. Yeah. yeah. I think the draft is super important in the NFL because you can change a franchise. It's not like the NBA where if you can free agency is huge or in the MLB, whoever heck watches the MLB draft and you just like <laughs> It's all free agent, right? You, you can go get, yeah. yeah, you have to develop, but you can go get Bryce Harper and Mike Trout all season, technically, if you wanted to, mm-hmm. and be the favorite doing the uh, World Series. NFL, yeah, you can't, you can't really. That's the thing, like and, NFL and uh, NBA, it's kind of like you plug and play, like you pick them, they're playing. Baseball's yeah. not like that, you know? Yeah. And then in the NFL, in the sense of like how, um, like the quarterback position, and you can, what the heck was I going to say? Man, I lost my train of thought, but it was – I forget it. We'll move on to the Brad. I had a great point, and I totally forgot what the heck I was going to say. In the Damn. sense – I forget it. But, yeah, the Browns and the Chiefs had a great game on Sunday. That was 22-17, to 17, the Chiefs defeating the Browns. The bit, before we get into the game, Jer, Patrick Mahomes' injury. Give me your thought on that. Which one? <laughs> See that um, toe one, yeah. No, the, the head one. The head one. The head one. The yeah. head one. Because if it was just a toe, it's still he painful. Was, but you'll see yeah. him. You'll he'll play on Sunday with a toe injury, just not run. But yeah, the head injury. I think I think he will play. Um, you, I saw like a report that was like he's still in concussion protocol, but it was like yeah, a yeah. non-head injury or something. Like there was something weird about it. Yeah. So I I think he will play. Um, I know the way he got up. He looked pretty, pretty uh, troubled, but I don't think they were going to be able to hold Mahomes out of because if they, he doesn't play, like to me, it's kind of like you're you're not forfeiting the game, but like it's going to be really hard to win. And you're you literally worked the whole season just to get to this point, get yeah. to the Super Bowl, and to just like not be able to play. I I understand like totally if because this concussion, if you're not healthy, like there's really nothing you can do about it. It sucks, but. I think he's going to try to get everything in his power to get to that point to play. So I don't know your thoughts on it, but yeah, and I just I know I know you're hoping he's not going to play. I I I hope I hope he's okay. Like I don't want him to be injured. Like that's yeah. But oh, I just remember what I was gonna gonna say. I was gonna say that like in in NFL and free agency, like usually if you get drafted quarterback, you he usually free agents don't like leave your team. Like if you get a good player, usually sign him to a extension. So that was my point before. Like they not a lot of NFL free agency is much different, but. The point on Patrick Holmes, the one thing in the sense of like, yes, I think he's going to play, right? If I was going to bet on if he's going to play or not going to play, he's going to play. Right? That's yeah. if I was going to bet. The thing is, JR, 
it's not really up to the team and it's not up to him, right? Like That's the toe and the, and the foot injury, they could put some tape on it, like do whatever the heck they yeah. have to do. With the he head. Could be like, he'd be like, oh my God, it's painful, but he'll play. And I think he'll play with the foot injury. That's also a factor when you have the head and the foot. He's going to be banged up if he plays or not going to play. Like, he is. Gonna be banged he definitely up. is. The head injury, Jer, is done by an independent doctor, right? You can uh-huh. say, well, it could be associated with the Chiefs. It could be hired. Yeah, I get that. But he's going to be an independent doctor. Mahomes has to clear five steps. Like, he has to clear those five steps. If he mm-hmm. doesn't five-step protocol, I read it, what the heck the protocol was. But it's you have to you only can clear one step each day. Oh, so, so he's limited time. If, if you think about it, if you miss, like, two steps or you don't clear those two steps how you're supposed to, everything gets sent back. And obviously, we'll hear more. It's only Tuesday. And obviously Thursday, Friday, Saturday, this is that's when like it's gonna be wrapped. Like, you also gotta think about it, like this way though too. Like the NFL wants him to play. Oh yeah, hundred you know percent. I mean? yeah. I'm not so just I don't they'll, they'll find a way. They'll, I think he's gonna play. I yeah. really do think he's gonna play. Is he gonna be fully yeah. healthy when he plays? Not a shot. Is it yeah. gonna be his head or do you think it's gonna be his foot? So he's gonna play. Doesn't but mean he's gonna be he's fully gonna healthy. Play well, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope he does it in the sense of obviously I just want to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I doubt I, I want to. I never wish for a guy to be injured. That's not what I'm doing here. But what, what if he doesn't play and you guys lose to Chad Henney? How would well, you then like, react? Just, then we deserve to lose that game. I wouldn't be mad. Like, would, you'd rather lose to them with Mahomes and Chad Henney. If, if I'm gonna lose, yeah, I'd rather lose them with Mahomes. <laughs> I saw yeah. some guy tweet, some Bills fan tweet before we obviously we haven't gotten to break down the Browns game, which was a great game. But some Bills fan tweeted this really kind of annoyed me because like. It's not like we're a spoiled fan base of like wins and Super Bowls. This guy was like, I would rather lose to the Patrick Mahomes Chiefs this Sunday than beat the Chad Henney Chiefs. I was like, you gotta be kidding no. me. No, I'm like, I'm like, dude, if we go on and win the Super Bowl, right? Nobody's gonna be like, oh, we beat Chad Henney. I'm not gonna care. Tell me if we beat Chad Henney. I'll, I'll be like, well, we won the Super Bowl, so like I don't care. I got I think his tweet was more like he was his intent was like more humbling, like Mahomes, like. I was like, this guy's good. Like, hope hope he's okay. Rather than just, like... The dude got he's kind of saying, like, I want Mahomes to play. That's basically what he's saying. I think, obviously, yeah, I agree with you. You definitely would rather win than lose. Uh, yeah, but... doesn't matter. doesn't matter who starts the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. You could be starting the quarterback next week, and if we win, it's a win. I'm not going to... Like, we're not at this position where we can complain or talk about who we want to play. Like, like let's just... Yeah, like, I know. Let's go win the game. Nobody's going to care. I, like it doesn't really matter, but going into the actual Browns game and the Chiefs game, Chiefs defeated the Browns obviously twenty-two to seventeen. Yeah, this game was really good. It was. I found good, this yeah. game super fascinating. It was the like Browns, a story of two halves. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And you're the nineteen-three going to half. You're like, oh man, ah, this is this yeah. is this is getting <laughs> yeah. this is getting out of hand. I wanted a close game, but then the Browns drive all the way down. Wait, do they do they fumble in the first half or the second half? That fumble. That was the first half. I think that was the first half, yeah. Yeah, that was a huge yeah. crusher. That, that rule was sucks. huge. I don't like yeah. that rule. That happened in the Jets against the Patriots. I remember that, that one game. I was pissed. That rule, that rule yeah. bugs me. That rule does. really bugs me. But that Ugh. was a huge turning point in the game. Super. They also missed the targeting on that play. Oh, head to head. Yeah. yeah. That's not renewable, reviewable, and that it probably yeah. should be reviewable, but it's just tough to, like, call it in, like, like if yeah, you, you when watching everything. it live on TV, I didn't think it was targeting. Like just like, and then you saw the replay, yeah. Yeah. So if there, if I can't see it on TV, I'm assuming some of the refs are not going to see it as much. Yeah, when I agree. right there. But and yeah, he's probably focusing more on like the touchdown, the ball, itself. and the ball, yeah. and the ball yeah. out. Yeah, 
it was it was a good game. That was a huge turning point, I would say, for the Browns going half. But yeah, they weren't out of it. They were no, not they out of it. The Chiefs missed a field goal to start the half. Mm-hmm. Then the Browns come down, score a touchdown, making 19-10. Then it was 22 to 10. Then 22-17. Then uh, somebody named Patrick Holmes gets injured. Chad Henney comes in and he throws that awful. Oh thing. my God, dude. I that was that was horrendous. I saw it go up. I'm like, what is he doing? He's like Where clumping he the ball. The ball. <laughs> yeah. Like, awful oh throw. my God. Browns had a chance to win this game, Jer. They did. They really did. They yeah. had a chance to come down and take the lead. And I honestly think if they came down and scored, they would have won. They would have won. I don't yeah, think Chad Henney. I feel like Chad Henney, as the game went down, he was able to get the ball down the field. That fourth down play was ballsy. No, and then you see him get oh, off. He was like, yeah, Oh my God. I was like, Tony yeah. Romo was like going to the line. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tony Romo was losing his mind the last like three minutes. Oh, you mean kill. the fourth down? You mean the. Uh... The, they went for it. I thought you were talking about the Chad Henney, uh, the third down run where he tried oh, to get both, that first. Both, yeah, both yeah. were crazy. He, it was like third and like what was like fifteen, whatever the heck it was. And I was like, oh my god, the Browns are gonna get the ball back. There's gonna be like minute forty. They're gonna have a chance to go win this game. And I was like, that's yeah. what we want. As you and me, as being fans, I want to see the game. Obviously, I wanted the Browns to win because I'd rather play the Browns than the Chiefs, obviously. Huh. But he just took off, and I was like, oh my god, this kid's gonna run, and he like. <laughs> Bell he just dove. I was like, wow. I thought he got it at first. I thought he got it. Me at too. First. And then Tony but, Romo lost his mind. Yeah, I thought it was funny on that fourth down play. Um, I, I was agreeing with him. Like, I'm not like calling him out, but like Tony Romo was like, yeah, just, like look at these receivers. They're not hiking the ball. Like, this. Yeah, he was and like, then, like go to the hike. Line, try to get him. Try to, and he just yeah. went. He was like, they're so stiff. They're not even like trying to run a play. I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, he's right. And then bam, hike. Got it. Yep. So Tyree that's like Kill, that's right. like the Chiefs like signature play. I feel like that they roll to the right, Tyreek Hill, a couple games ago in the regular season to seal the game. But yeah, they threw it to Tyreek Hill, and I was like, "Well, that's it." And I feel like the Browns did not stop the run particularly well no. when Patrick Mahomes was out. Which mm-hmm. Damian like, Williams is doing good. Patrick Mahomes left in the third or Daryl Williams. He left in the what? third quarter. Patrick Mahomes yeah. left in the third quarter. Like this game, the Browns sh- not should have won because. Obviously, the Chiefs played better, but the Browns could have won this game. And you can't, like, people, some people blame the targeting on the refs. I was like, dude, you guys lost. Patrick Holmes didn't play for a quarter and a half, and you couldn't stop the run. And then Chad Henney ran down, ran on a 40 to 15. Chad yeah, Henney. I say, yeah, like, after that touchdown, yeah, that sucks. I know I know how that feels. Like, you feel like you got robbed the touchdown, or at least robbed a chance for a touchdown if he didn't get mm-hmm. in, if he was down. But, like you said, it was a what seven point game or eight? I forget this. Oh wait, it, it was five point game when five 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 it point was 12 game. point game when Mahomes left with the injury. And you had a chance to win. You can't start blaming a thing that happened in the first quarter. No, yeah? it, or was first a, half. it was a twelve point game when Mahomes left, and then early in the fourth, the Browns scored a touchdown to make it twenty two seventeen. Early in the fourth, they had twelve minutes left. Yeah, that's anybody's yeah. game. Five point game, yeah. with twelve minutes left with Chad Henne in. Like, yeah. And your that's, defense is pretty solid, like really solid. That's so. anybody's game, and they just couldn't stop the run, and Chad Henney made some plays, and they threw that pick. He also threw that yeah. pick after his 22-17. Yeah. He's a gift mm-hmm. in the Browns the ball with that. Yeah. I don't know where the heck he was throwing. Yeah, I, I don't know. First up, yeah, the receiver has no chance to make a play on the ball. I, I have no oh, clue what that was. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Baker Mayfield, that interception in the first half, if the Browns just played a little better in that first half, they would have won the game. I feel – yeah, yeah. Especially their defense, though, like the Chiefs, literally every possession they were. Oh my god, down the it was field. so easy. 
Yeah, it was too easy. That also scares the heck out of me for Sunday if Patrick Mahomes plays. But is he, I feel like Mahomes is good also when he's like mobile and he can like kind of like roll yeah. and chuck it downfield. With that toe injury, obviously the head very important. But like very that's important. how you saw like he was he was grimacing a lot of the time. So yeah, and I think they Chiefs did a pretty good job shutting down the Browns rush game. Not a super good job, but they made Baker Mayfield throw a lot of passes. Wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was a bad interception. But, Jared, they had a chance to win the game. That's all you could ask for through the Browns fan on the road yeah. against the defending Super Bowl champs. Big favorite. Nobody giving you a chance. Nobody gave you a chance against the Steelers. Nobody was giving you a chance against the Chiefs. You had a chance to win the game down five with 12 minutes left, Jared, in the game. Yeah. And you didn't win. So you can blame the refs and – this spot and that spot, or whatever the heck you want to say, it was tough. Like you had a chance to win the game, so I don't know what yeah. you want to say. And I, I would say that the Chiefs did a very. I would, I would argue that they actually did a very good job at stopping the run. Yeah, you know, Nick Chubb, like he, he, they should have given him the ball a little more. I guess they only gave him thirteen carries. He averaged like five yeah. yards a carry. Which they he were down. Like his, they were down, but like that's kind of your identity. I don't know. I agree. Um, but he, he, they held Nick Chubb to 69 yards, 23. He usually breaks out for that one long run, if you know what I mean. Yeah, only, I agree. 23 yards, yeah, that's a very long run. But, like, I think they did a decent job the, with the circumstances, you know, how good Nick Chubb is. Yeah, I 100% agree. And the Chiefs' weakness is the run defense. They're not a great run yeah. stopper. So you feel like the Browns would have exploited that. They did to an extent, but not enough, obviously, to win the game. Obviously, they were down, but – I, I do credit the Chiefs there, kind of contained or just kind of controlled the run game of Hunt and Chubb. So, obviously, the Chiefs moving on to the AFC Championship game. Obviously, that injury is going to be a huge talk. I already turned on my TV this morning, Jer. Already talking about it on Get Up on ESPN. Patrick Holmes being injured. What if he doesn't play? What if he plays? It's going to be great for the networks. They love this stuff. Yeah, they love this stuff. Nice they talking point it. here. Easy yeah. talking point. So you can have an hour segment, just six different guys come on, talk about, oh, the impact of Patrick Mahomes' injury. Um, you don't really have to have, need six guys. Um, final game of Sunday. This was kind of sad. Look, we yeah, both picked the Buccaneers sad. to win. I'm not saying I wanted the Buccaneers to win, but we both picked the Buccaneers to win, even though most people thought the Buccaneers were going to lose. There's one friend that we know thought the Buccaneers were going to lose, so yeah. threw him on that one. But yeah. – it was sad because you saw the end of Drew Brees, and you could see the end of it. It wasn't yeah. like he went out firing with four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a win in the Super Bowl win, or they lost in a close game on a game-winning field goal, and he played amazing. You saw the end. Yeah, you saw the it 19 sucked. for 34, 134 yards, averaged four yards per pass completion. Yeah, that's, that's bad. A touchdown and three, three interceptions, and a passer rating of 38. Yeah, it was sad. And one – and their one big play was Jameis Winston. So, Jared, give me your thoughts on just the whole game and just the end of Drew Brees' career. Yeah, I mean, you could just tell that he wasn't making the throws he usually does. Um, I will I, I will credit the Buccaneers' defense. I don't know if it's because Drew Brees was playing bad that they just looked better. But they looked good that game. Um, so, if they – I want them to like, – that's like the defense like I knew they had, like – they keep playing like that because they have a solid defense there. And then Tom, yeah. Tom Brady, he played well. I know, like, he's not really throwing for, like, the yardage anymore. He's more of – he's not, like 
I haven't seen him do like a 300, 400 yard game in a couple, like bunch of weeks. So, I mean, I'm not expecting a lot of yards out of him, but I think he gets the job done. He has that intellectual um, thing thing about him. So he's going to like, he's going to run that offense, be that leader. Um, he's going to do what he has to do to get that win. Um, they scored 30 points. I, I think that was a good, good amount of points for them um, to stop the Saints. But yeah, like you said, the Saints just, Michael Thomas, wow, like, he did four targets, no catches. Can't guard Mike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I was, mean, that was that was one. Yeah, but uh, and then also that we were talking about this before the game, the Marshawn Lattimore, Mike Evans. Marshawn mm-hmm. Lattimore locks him up. I know he had that he one does. touchdown, but yeah, that was yeah, his only one, catch of the game. One catch for three yards. Yeah. So obviously, like, Marshawn Lattimore it was a big knows catch. how to. It was a big catch. Yeah, that is for big sure. Catch, but but yeah, I, I agree. agree. Um. Mike Evans just, for some reason, just they go at each other, and Mike Evans just feel like always loses that one, mm-hmm. um, except for that one touchdown. That was a good touchdown. But I also liked Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. They didn't do much. They had, what, 13 carries for 60 yards, 17 for 63. Yeah. But I, I was surprised to see Leonard Fournette getting – I know Ronald Jones, he was hurt, right? Believe. Yeah, he's been banged up late recently. Yeah, so Leonard Fournette took the majority of carries. Um, I, I always like Leonard. I think he could be a really good running back. But obviously, this season, Ronald Jones has been playing better. But their running game, they had 127 rushing yards, but they each average like four – well, Ronald Jones had five yards of carry, but they could be better than that. I've seen better. But, yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I was watching this game, and I was – kind of sad because I obviously we just talked about saw the end of Drew Brees but the Buccaneers they were good uh <clears throat> Brady played good played super efficient um they ran the ball okay they ran the ball enough and the funny thing is their top targets were kind of shut down in the sense of Chris Godwin Antonio Brown and Mike Evans the two yeah. leading receivers Jared were Cameron Brate and Wedham Fournette and then right after that Scotty Miller and Tower Johnson so mm-hmm. It was kind of weird at the end of the game where they're trying to milk the clock and trying to just put the game away with that final touchdown. The targets were Scotty Miller, Cameron Brate, and Tower Johnson, which was kind of interesting. Um, I think Antonio, <clears throat> Antonio Brown did leave with an injury, excuse me, but Chris Godwin and Mike Evans were kind of locked up for the last game or so. And great credit to the Saints secondary. But, Jared, the Saints offense was nowhere to be found in the sense of Drew Brees was awful. And I feel bad for him, but it's something you just – it happens. And we saw the end yeah. of Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Peyton Manning's career. Oh, yeah. It wasn't pretty. Even though he won a Super Bowl, but that defense was all worldly, and the run game was great, and they had good weapons, in the sense of Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas. Like, that team was really good, and they had a great defense led by Von Miller. But this defense was good with the Saints. They weren't as good as, obviously, what the Broncos' defense was. But what Peyton Manning did differently than Drew Brees, Peyton Manning didn't turn the ball over. Like, he just wasn't great, but he didn't put his team in bad situations. And yeah. Drew Brees kind of did with that three interceptions. That trick play with Jameis Winston worked. And people were like, well, I don't know should... how that worked, though. I don't know either. But people were like, you should have put yeah. Jameis Winston in. They were never going to do that. They were never yeah. going to bench Drew Brees in the middle of the playoffs. Last game. Yeah. No, they were never. They, they, that was, wasn't going to happen. And think, well, that's not football, but well, it wasn't going to happen. I could have bet a million dollars. That would have never happened. Obviously, it didn't. Alvin Kamara wasn't bad. 18 carries for 85 yards, 4.7 yards per carry. 
should have used him a little more in the passing game, in my opinion. I feel like he's a great asset. Get him in space. But Traquan Smith was good. Saints looked like they were dominating early on. Traquan Smith Buc- played really well. Yeah. And the Buccaneers have <clears throat> one of those teams that's here that starts kind of slow. Yeah. And kind I kind of knew that. Back. I knew that would happen too, though. And they um, started slow, and the Saints took a nice 6 nothing lead. And then it was tied at the half, 13-13. Saints score the first touchdown, make it 20-13. And then the next 17 straight points were all by the Buccaneers, uh, 7 in the third and 10 in the fourth. Uh, I, I thought you meant starting slow in the season. I didn't mean you thought you meant the both. game. Both. Yeah. both. No, it could work for both. Yeah, the Buccaneers did not have great starts of the year. And they also didn't start great to the game in the first quarter, but they kind of responded in the second and third and fourth. Defense was great, but we saw the end of Drew Brees' career, the Hall of Fame career. He leads in so many different stats, Jar. Passing touchdowns, passing yards. He's up in the top. Um, you can yeah. argue he's a top 10 quarterback of all time. Definitely statistically, he is top five quarterback yeah. of all time. Statistically, statistically, yeah. People are gonna complain, like, oh, he only has one and Super Bowl. But... In the playoffs. It was. It was. It but that's great. at the end of his career. I feel like. Yeah, and you I guess you could say. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you yeah, only can say. That's true. Actually, yeah. Watched, yeah. So it's yeah. it's super interesting. Yeah, Drew Brees, great career. He started with the Chargers in 2001. Obviously, the Chargers are the stupid Chargers, and let him go. And then he was a Saint on from 20, 2006 all the way, Jared, to 2020. <laughs> Like our Brady. lifetime. Like, we don't know, like, the NFL without Breeze, Brady, you no. know, stuff like that. Well, because we were both born – you were born in 2000. I was born in 2001. But 2001, 2002, 2004, we were three and four years old. So, yeah, like – we're not watching football. 2006 is Drew Brees' first year. We were five. We're starting to watch football a little. And yeah. then, obviously, we got more into football. So, Drew Brees has always been a saint to us. He's always been in the NFL. Yeah. We don't, we don't know the NFL without Drew Brees. Exactly. So, came in the week 2001. I was born in 2001. Jared was born too, so we were both born right around when Drew Brees came into the NFL. So we all we know is Drew Brees in the NFL, and obviously Drew Brees in the NFL is no more, which is kind of sad, but it happens in the NFL. So that was a good I game, agree. but I picked we both picked the Bucks. We both four and this week, but yeah. and Drew Brees kind of sad. No, yeah, and it was didn't uh, Tom Brady like. Drew Brees like throw the ball after at the end of the game. Yeah, like I think Drew Brees' yeah. kids were on the field and they threw the ball. They're friends. That, been in the league that was cool. Yeah, years. they've been in the league for each yeah. 20, 19 years, so they know each other. And yeah, it was one of those games where like it was just like just old old friends. And yeah, this scene uh, Tom Brady throw the ball to Drew Brees' kids was kind of cute. So that was yeah, that was, was that cool. was super cool. Um, yeah, that is it for the recap of the divisional round. We just recapped four games. On to the picks. Of the NFC and AFC championship game, we were both four and zero this week. And if you don't miss the, if you miss the podcast and still wanna see our picks, obviously check out the Twitter, Instagram. Those picks are always weekly by Friday and Saturday, so you can see our picks and drop in the comment section on those what who you who you got winning. Jared, it's go time. Sunday, January twenty fourth, championship weekend. This is gonna be a great weekend. I ain't gonna be nervous. <laughs> sitting in my dorm room because I'm going back to college on Friday. I know you're already back in college, but I'm going to be sitting there pretty nervous. Not looking forward. I'm looking forward to the game, but I'm going to be – it's one of those games you just – I'm going to be, like, really kind of shaking. But yeah. I'll have the Buccaneers-Packers game to get me a little breather before the game. At 3.05 on Fox, we got the 11-5 and 5 Buccaneers at the 13-3 and 3 Packers. 
Packers are three and a half point favorites. Jared, what do you got? So I did pick the Bucks going to the Super Bowl in our previous mm-hmm. brackets. Um, yes. And if I were to change it, I might. I think the Packers definitely. They're definitely favorites. Um, I like how they. I think they definitely will, most likely beat the Bucks. Um, however, I don't know. I'm sticking with my old my first prediction. Um, mm-hmm. I think obviously, yeah, the Buccaneers definitely have a chance. Um, their defense has to play well, and they have to keep up with the scoring of that offense if their defense is struggling. Because I mean, no matter what, their offense is going to score points for the Packers. Mm-hmm. The Packers' offense, but. It's going to be cool that Tom Brady going back to, like, a colder environment, like Foxborough, see how he, he does with the cold um, after being in Tampa. But, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Bucs. Um, I have faith in Tom Brady. I think he – if anyone could do it, I think Brady can. So I'm going to stick with the Bucs. But it's going to be a really good game. I could definitely see it going both ways. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I am taking the Packers. I took the Packers to go to the Super Bowl – Three out of the four teams I picked to go to the conference championship are here. I picked the Packers, the Bills, the Chiefs to all go to the conference championship. And I missed in the Bucks. I took the Seahawks to go to the conference championship in that YouTube video. If you guys haven't checked it out. Why not go check it out? But <laughs> that is the that's the one I messed up. I picked the Seahawks. Obviously, they lost early. But Jay, I'm taking the Packers. Look, I think the Buccaneers had a great season. I took the Buccaneers to go to the NFC Championship game in the back in September when I put that yeah. YouTube video out. So I've been on the Buccaneers train this whole year. The Packers seem like a different breed of a team. I just think Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams, defense is playing really well. The offense is hitting on all cylinders. I don't think the Buccaneers can keep up with the Packers. I know they have super talented players, but I think the Buccaneers are going to start slow. And I feel like the Packers, if you start slow against the Packers, you're going to lose. I just feel like it's going to be a tough one for the Buccaneers. The weather's going to be a problem. Buccaneers players aren't used to it outside of Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. They both played years in New England. I'm going to take the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. I took them to go to the Super Bowl in the last video. So I am taking the Packers to go to the Super Bowl, which is going to be a great Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I definitely see that happening too. Um, but it's going to be a good game no matter what. So. Oh, yeah. Both, both of these games are going to be yeah. great games. And all these four teams I could see going to the Super Bowl. Um, exactly. Who you pick. And that's what you want in the NFC and AFC championship. You don't want to blow out. Exactly. You want a good game. Well, I, I, I would prefer a blowout in my game. Not going to happen, but what am I going to do about it? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, 640, you don't want a good game for that one. 6.40 p.m. Eastern on CBS. The 13-3 Bills at the 14-2 Chiefs with the Patrick Mahomes injury lingering. We're picking this game on Tuesday, guys. Keep that. I know you're not going to see this till Thursday or Friday, but keep that in mind when we're picking this game. For yeah. whoever picks whoever who. Obviously, if Patrick Mahomes picks does not play, the picks could totally change. Mm-hmm. Um, but KC is three-point favorites on CBS at 640. Jared, who do you got? So I'm I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, assuming obviously Patrick Mahomes is playing. I think he will play. Um I, I think it's gonna be a shootout. Um both teams love throwing that ball. Mm-hmm. I do think. I mean, Chiefs don't run the ball much either, but I just think the Bills, they now it's going to be like, I don't want to like, I think they're both really solid teams. Um, so, but I just think the Bills, I mean, the Chiefs have the edge. I mean, Mahomes is obviously I'm, Josh Allen in the playoffs, he has shown that 
it's not really phasing them this year. But Andy Reid, Mahomes, I feel like they know how to game plan against teams. They know how to create like different plays. They know mm-hmm. they've been, obviously been here before. They won last year. Um, and this is actually, I saw a stat. This is the third straight year the Chiefs are hosting the AFC Championship game. That's like the first time in history or something that a team three, three straight years hosts the AFC Championship. But yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. I've been a all Chiefs this whole year. I think Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going to like pick pick against them now. Obviously, Chad Henney plays. I think obviously Bills are going to win. Um, but I'm going Mahomes. I'm I'm going with Mahomes playing, and I think Chiefs are going to win. Um, I'm taking the Bills, and if you didn't think I was taking the Bills, you didn't know me. You don't know me. So I am going the Bills. If Patrick Holmes doesn't play, if Chad Henney plays, it doesn't really matter who's going to play. I am not going to pick against the Bills at this point of the year. I took the Bills to play the Packers in the Super Bowl before the playoffs started. I am really close to for that prediction to come in true, so I want that to come true. I'm not going to take Jared and the Bucks. I'm not going to go away from yeah. taking the Bills. But I also have a, a little thing, and I think <laughs> the Bills are going to win this game. I, obviously, I'm a Bills fan, and you know that. I just think the Chiefs are banged up, Jared. I think the Chiefs in the last seven, eight games, they haven't won by double digits. Like they haven't won by double digits in a long time, and the Bills have won by double digits in multiple games besides the Colts game in the playoffs, mm-hmm. going back way into the regular season. The Bills are just playing at an all-time high right now, and this kind of this is like a team of destiny. You know, one of those teams that just gets into the playoffs, and I just yeah. feel like everybody's behind them. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of the NFL is because the Bills haven't been here before. We haven't done this in a long time. You know what I mean? They're a good team to root for, obviously. It's kind of like the Jets, Browns Dolphin. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, Jeff I'm not rooting for them. Like, yeah, respect that from the Jeff family. Like, but outside of like the division and the rivals of the team, you're most likely rooting for the Bills to beat the Chiefs. I'm assuming so. Nobody yeah. really wants to see the Chiefs again in the Super. I'm not saying you don't want to see it, but everybody, you always everybody likes new teams in the Super true. Bowl and the playoffs yeah. and all that stuff. And they so, don't want to see like repeated Super no, Bowl winners like Tom no, Brady. Nobody used to wants stuff that. Like that. A Bills yeah. Packers Super will be really cool. A Bills Buccaneers Super will be super cool because of the Tom Brady Bills aspect. Oh That's shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. That would be, I think, for a talking point. Besides the Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers, like kind of like debate you can have. Mm-hmm. It's the Buccaneers Bills. I think that'd be an awesome story. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because of. Tom Brady has been us so many times in New England, and this is the time for revenge. And I think that is awesome. It gives me like just like chills, like just thinking about <laughs> it, how cool that would be. So if I'm rooting for a Super Bowl, obviously I'm rooting for the Bills, and I think the Bills have a better chance of beating the Packers Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. But for the storyline, that Bills Buccaneers would be dope. But I am taking the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not gonna bet against them. I think Josh Allen's playing at an all-time high. I think the Bills are just just. Everything, you know what I mean? You know, like when you don't play well and you still win the game. Like I feel like everything's yeah. just going right for the everything's Bills. Everything's clicking. Yeah. That's when you know there's something up with the team where, like, they, they only score 17 points, but they only let up three. Like, they, Lamar Jackson yeah. throws that pick six. Like, you just, some, everything's falling right for the Bills. And I think that happens on Sunday. I think Mahomes is going to play. If he doesn't play, Jar, then the Bills win. I, I think that's yeah, going to be, I think like, so I think it'll be a close game, but I think if you're going to get a duel of Chad Henney versus Josh Allen, Josh Allen's <laughs> going to win. Patrick Mahomes versus the Josh Allen. Jar, Bills win on game-winning field goal. Write that down. Bills, game-winning field so? goal. You think so? 44-yard field goal. All That's right, wait, what I'm Pete, Pete. Okay, what if they, like, 
it goes wide right oh i'm wait wait no but i'm saying this is a tie game at that point oh okay no i no i know if, if we're down two i'm gonna i'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm, gonna be I'm gonna be freaking out i can see that happening though i guess it's gonna come down to the wire i believe so yeah and the problem is i have a bad feeling if we score we take the lead we give patrick Holmes too much time and i'm like yeah crap because he lose. could go down the field in a blink of an eye i have a question yeah. jerry in both of these games, before we sign off, I just want to. I was reading this thing like about who has more pressure, and I don't think the Bills are playing with house money because we're a two seed. But most people are oh. going to be taking the Chiefs this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Who has more pressure in the Buccaneers-Packers game? Which, which team to win the game? You think? Oh, that is. I think the Packers. I I agree with you because I think Tom Brady's won six Super Bowls. He's at, at the age, and it's kind of remarkable. He just they haven't like made the playoffs in how long? So like to get yeah, into the NFC Championship, like that's still very good. So yeah, yeah I think the, the Packers. Because I think Aaron Rodgers Aaron needs Rodgers. another Super Bowl to like kind of like get into the yeah. Manning category of like great quarterbacks. He's a great quarterback, but he's similar to the Drew Brees with not that second Super Bowl. So I think the pressure is more on the Packers. So I, I agree with you. And what about the Bills Chiefs? More pressure, Bills or the Chiefs? I think the Chiefs. I mean, that's Mahomes plays. It's the Chiefs. Yeah. Chad Henney, like no one's really thinking that the Chiefs. It's just like wrong at bad injury at a bad time you know so like i feel like there's, there's really no pressure on the bills if you no. lose they'll be like wow that was a great season yeah you i'm 100 i'll be wow, sad we're in but i'm world, not going to be complaining know? if we lose to chad Henney, yeah. that's a different story yeah that's different chad Henney plays and pressure kind of goes on the bills like you should you we lost a backup quarterback like yeah a- afc champion like that's bad that's not bad but like it's, it's not like it, it sucks it stinks so yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. Patrick Holmes playing, it's the Chiefs. Patrick Holmes not playing, it's the Bills. So yeah, the two fully healthy, the two most pressure teams for we both agree, the Packers and the Chiefs. I just thought that was a cool question too. And yeah, yeah, that is so, cool. okay, guys, that's it. Those are our picks for the championship game. Jared's taking the Buccaneers and the Chiefs, and I am taking the Bills and the Packers. So somebody's not gonna well, somebody could be potentially owned to. Um but Someone, both, I I feel, I feel like it's gonna be me for some reason. Oh, I would hopefully because I if the if you I just hope you just get one wrong. I hope it's a Chiefs one. I don't yeah. think at all. But yeah, we both went different, which is good for the debate and keep it interesting. Jared, anything you gotta say before we sign out? Uh, hopefully we'll have a new YouTube video coming out soon, and have a have a good week and watching some good football. It's gonna be some good games. Yeah, it's going to be great games this upcoming weekend. I know, yeah, we'll definitely put some YouTube videos out. Obviously, Jerry's at school. I'm going back to school. So it's going to be a little slower than normal. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we have a ton of schoolwork we're going to have in different environments. So next, probably next time you see me in a YouTube video, maybe you see me here, but maybe in my dorm room, you'll see Jerry in a different spot, obviously. Hopefully, we'll keep putting out YouTubes. But guys, I have a podcast, or even after the season, we'll definitely be putting some NBA, some MLB, some college basketball stuff in there for Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Instagram and Twitter, we do great polls on the Instagram stories for the game, Twitter stories, polls, all that stuff. Keep up with the Twitter Instagram. It's super fun. And we have our new logo on Talking Sports Podcast, and we'll be definitely coming out with some T-shirts. So stay tuned for some T-shirts. Obviously, those links will be always in the bio. Everything's in the bio right now if you want to go check out Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And make sure you guys have a great weekend. Go Bills. It's going to be a great weekend of football. I'm going to be nervous, but it's going to be great. Have a nice weekend, guys. Thank you.